Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Beats. I am your host, Kelly Kennedy, and I am very fortunate to be able to share my tribe as I travel across the globe and meet incredible scientists and doctors and all sorts of practitioners and continue to expand that tribe to help engage and encourage and empower you to learn how your body really works. Because what we know from our heart to yours is that you have all the innate wisdom inside you to heal and that our job is natural naturally oriented therapists, medically enlightened doctors and specialists available here at Not Meds Global. The Beats podcast is about helping you understand that you have that power inside and what you need to do to help engage it, to constantly upregulate your ecosystem. Thank you so much for being part of our community. If this resonates with you, please go ahead and share this episode. We are always open to your comments and your questions as always. And welcome back to this week's episode of The Beats. So welcome back to The Beats with Kelly Kennedy. I'm very excited to share with you one of my new friends, Jody Cohn, who has done many summits, has created her own line, and we are going to talk about uh, her own line of oils. And what we're going to talk about is the most important part of the body, as far as I'm concerned, and it's not the lymph system. So welcome, Jody Cohen. Thank you so much for joining us. I know you're out in Seattle and you've been very patient as my previous podcast went very long. So I appreciate your time today and welcome to the Beats. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I think the parasympathetic nervous system and the lymph system are besties and they work very closely together. (laughs) I totally agree with you. We've been trying to determine with the Flopresso, is it that you go into parasympathetic and then your lymph moves or that you do the lymph and then you go into parasympathetic. I don't really know because I know that both happen at the same time. So yeah. So tell us, how did you get to do what you're doing and a little bit about your background so that they can understand a little bit more about you and then what you do with the parasympathetic system? Yeah. So it's funny, right out of college, I studied um, journalism and poli-sci and I somehow landed a job on Ted Kennedy's Health and Human Resources Committee being in charge of like organizing hearings, which meant delving into research. So I got trained by the best on how to very efficiently read research because, you know, the senators don't write their own speeches. Sorry for that spoiler (laughs) alert. And sometimes the, uh, the witnesses need a little help with their research. So I got really good at that really quickly. And then I um, went on and was a journalist and in DC, you know, for those of you that remember um, Schoolhouse Rock, you know, the bill, the president signs it and then it goes to get executed. So it goes to like the Department of Energy, the Environmental Protection Agency, and they completely rewrite it and do things differently. And so I was covering that. So again, really in the weeds, looking at the data, which was helpful when, you know, life is kind of going smoothly and then it dips and you have that unexpected like, oh, um, I have been so stressed for so long, I can't get out of bed. For me, it was, uh, my husband was bipolar. Um, He got pretty, he seemed just really fun until my daughter was born. And then it was pretty clear he was super manic and we medicated him. And then my son was born and he kind of flipped in the other direction and got more and more depressed. And the less he did, the more I tried to do for him which wasn't a good choice, but I didn't know that at the time. And so he kind of got to the point where he really didn't feel like he had much to live for. And he um, 
to try to take his life. And I found him and um, got him to the hospital and then was trying to figure out how do I raise a five-year-old, a seven-year-old, have a full-time job, be an Uber volunteer and keep my husband alive at home? And the answer was, you don't. You send him to a residential treatment facility where trained professionals do that for you. And once I knew he was going to be okay and it wasn't my job to keep him okay, it was like it was safe to collapse. And uh, I could barely get out of bed. I'd get up with my kids and make them breakfast. I'd pack their lunch. I'd take them to school. I'd come home. I'd crawl back into bed and set the alarm for pickup. And I, at that point, through my second child, had kind of learned about nutrition, um, started assessing people for nutrition. I knew it was my adrenal glands and my hypothalamus pituitary axis and, and my parasympathetic nervous system. But none of the supplements I was ingesting seemed to really help. I was so mega dosing all the adrenal supplements and it barely did anything. And thankfully I had a good friend. I had helped her with a fundraiser and she was into oils. So she came by with this huge box. There were like 40 oils in the box. And she said, these are going to help you because you have been so stressed, which means so high cortisol, which means so inflamed, which means nothing you're ingesting is getting into your system because your gut is just toast. So try this. You know, you can smell them. They go to the brain that way. You can put them on your skin, just like nicotine patches and um, hormonal creams. These, these will work. And I thought, great, you know, but I'm kind of too incapacitated to do much. So um, because I'm here in Seattle with Best Year, I had learned this great trick called muscle testing. So I muscle tested the box. Will anything in here help my adrenals? And I got a really strong yes, which was kind of, you know, when nothing's working and something has the potential to work that, I, I got a little excited. And then I kept trying to narrow it down. Normally I can get like one remedy and I kept getting the same five, which confused me until it occurred to me they're, they're fluid, they're liquid. I was <laughs> like, oh wait, I can combine them. So I grabbed a shot glass because I was new to oils and you know tested seven drops of this, five of this, put it together and just instinctively put it on my adrenal glands on the low back because I knew that was where they were the most accessible to the surface. And I felt like myself, I was like, wow, I could go running, you know, and up until that point, like, you know, we have maybe 12 stairs on our stairwell, like walking up the stairs felt like, oh, I don't know, that's a big, <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. That's a lot of work. Um, so I had kind of a, um, normal day. I went for a run. I showered. I went to the supermarket. I cleaned the house. I did laundry. I put it away. And I thought that was a really good choice. So at that point, I started wondering what else can I do? You know, like when I would lie in bed and clock watch, put the kids to bed and start, you know, oh, it's nine o'clock. Oh, it's 930. Oh, it's 1015. Like, wait a minute, maybe oils can work. So I made something up for that. It was basically all of the, you know, I had been working in nutrition for long enough that I knew if someone's deficient in vitamin B, that's easy. You know, if someone's lymph isn't moving or they're stuck in the para, the sympathetic branch of the nervous system, that's harder. But then I was like, but wait a minute, oils, you can topically apply them. So it's not like ingesting something and hoping that it actually gets digested and assimilated and then gets to the heart and then the heart can pump it to the where it's needed in the body. You can actually put it, you know, right on the area that's most important and even better, you can use the acupuncture system and get it into meridians so that it has a systemic effect. And once I kind of connected those dots, I was like, oh, this could be very interesting and fun. And that's really where it started. 
That's amazing. So you had no health background. You just was were self-taught because of your second child that you wanted to learn a little bit more about nutrition because of your location at Pasteur. You took some classes. One of those classes was muscle testing. Yeah. And a friend dropping off some oils and a happy accident of you going, Hey, maybe I can mix these together. You developed vibrant blue oils. Yeah. I think that, you know, we're all our own best crash test dummy, you know, like, a my daughter was recently told that she should stop eating gluten. And I was trying to explain to her, like the minute I stopped eating gluten, it was like, I didn't feel like I needed to take a nap in the afternoon. Like it's, it was life altering. And it was so obvious. This helps me that I never looked back. You know, it's, it's that kind of thing. So I have a crazy parasympathetic dog right now. That's just going crazy. Sorry if I'm a little (laughs) distracted to my right. She's just like, come here. You should want to get on the camera. My, my puppy was just like biting my feet the whole time I was talking. He's, he's now, she's just excited about the parasympathetic system. Come on over. Come on. Cute. Simba. Come so, here. you know, I've never done a podcast from home until today. This is my second one because Silas That's is a little cool. sick today. So, hey, why not? Let's bring the dog into the equation. Yeah, well, my dog wants to say hello now. Well, there you go. I've got two. This so is with the one. This is the pupper. Oh, so cute. Look at the cute dogs, everybody. If you're on audio, go to video instantly and you'll feel oxytocin running through your body as you see oxytocin running through our bodies. So, and oxytocin, by the way, is the attachment hormone and it is very parasympathetic and very happy, happy, happy hormone. Eight hugs a day. At least. So, Okay. So now you're in this position. Your husband at the time was institutionalized. You've got two young kids. You've just discerned that, wow, I can put myself to sleep and I can wake myself up and I can help my own rhythms with topical oils. Well, the parasympathetic discovery was the most challenging because, so for anyone who doesn't know, your autonomic nervous system controls your automatic functions. So heart rate, um, digestion, detoxification, immune function, anti-inflammation, all the things that happen without you consciously thinking about it. And it's designed to keep you alive, which means it has kind of different speeds. So if there's the threat of danger, you know, we don't have many saber-toothed tigers these days that chases down our streets, but you're driving and someone's changing lanes and doesn't see you you know, or you are worried that you might lose your job or something's, you know, stressful is happening in the world or in your relationship, you kind of shift into survival mode and resources are allocated to keep you alive. So blood is routed to the arms and the limbs and away from the organs of digestion and detoxification. Your vision changes, your pupils, the black part of your eyes get really big like saucers to allow more light in so that it activates what's called selective attention. Because if you're in a life or death situation, if you contemplate all your options, you, you know you could die. So it really narrows your focus. So you can only make those black and white decisions for survival, but in the long-term that's tricky. And so I knew when, when your sympathetic nervous system is kind of revving all the time, that means you're constantly in survival mode. So you're constantly releasing adrenaline and cortisol and all these survival hormones. So I was trying to figure out how do you get out of um, sympathetic and into parasympathetic. And originally I was thinking like, oh, it's relaxing. Let's try sedative oils, you know, like lavender, chamomile, relaxing oils. And I have a um, an aura ring that I use to kind of 
assess my heart rate variability. That's a good indicator of parasympathetic. And it really did nothing. And then I started delving into the research. And this was in 2012, around the time that a neurologist out of New York um, was playing with uh, basically um, stimulating the vagus nerve by inserting a pacemaker, surgically inserting a pacemaker-like device into the neck and stimulating it. And that was getting really good results and actually has been authorized by the FDA for epilepsy, migraines, and depression. And the minute I heard stimulate, it was like, oh, wait a minute, it's backwards. It's not that I sedate it, it's that I stimulate the nerve. And that a light bulb went off because you know there's so many stimulatory oils. We think of them as hot oils, peppermint, rosemary, thyme, oregano. If we put it on our skin, it gets a little red or it might feel warm. And so I started playing with what stimulatory oils can I use? And I knew that um, the on off switch between the sympathetic fight or flight nervous system and the parasympathetic rest and digest nervous system is your vagus nerve. So you can use your vagus nerve to literally gear shift like you would on a bike. And the vagus nerve connects the brain and the body. It starts at the base of the skull, splits, and is most accessible actually right behind the earlobe. If you're listening and you feel behind your ear, you'll feel a bone. That is your mastoid bone. That is where the vagus nerve is both the thickest and the most accessible to the surface. And that's where um, they were doing the surgical implant. And so I thought, well, let's play with some stimulatory oils there. You know, there's, there's a huge lymph node there too, just as an FYI that helps yeah. drain the brain. Keep going. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I put lymph oils there too. So jugular digastric is the name of the node back there. So go ahead. Again? it's jugular digastric is the name of the node right there. See, this is why the vagus nerve and the lymph system are besties because yeah, exactly they're neighbors. So, um, so interesting. So to stimulate the vagal nerve essentially is where we're at. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I started realizing, um, you know, the, the beauty of combining oils, like a lot of people talk about single oils, frankincense, peppermint, lavender, they're all good. Kind of like an apple is great. Right. But when you combine it with other um, plants and other flavors, it changes it. it. It's alchemy. It changes kind of the composition. So here's an example. Clove is the most stimulatory. It's also very high in a constituent eugenol that's fabulous for um, lymph drainage and all sorts of health issues. But clove it has slightly bigger molecules. So it takes like maybe 20 minutes to kind of get through the skin and stimulate. Whereas the citrus oils like lime, orange, lemon, they have much smaller molecules. This is why they're kind of known as uplifting because they're so small, they you know, get into your system very quickly. So if you combine clove and lime, you suddenly get a very stimulatory, very fast acting blend that not only, you know, works to activate, to trigger the vagus nerve. Think of like um, literally a gear shift. It stimulates the vagus nerve, the vagus nerve then shifts into parasympathetic. So it's your carrier molecule. The lime is your carrier molecule yep. to the clove into vagal nerve. So you're combining them like an overtone essentially of a free to creation yeah. of but multiple layers each of those actions. Yeah, you might even think of it like combining colors, right? You take blue and red and you get purple. So it's not 
Right. It, it alters it into something um, that has, you know, the beauty of both, but also is, is a different composition altogether. It's unique. It's mm-hmm. unique into its own. Right. Okay. Exactly. Perfect. And so is parasympathetic, your ill parasympathetic, was that the first one you created? Um, adrenal was the first one I created. Uh, circadian rhythm was the second. Parasympathetic was the third. And now you have lymph and you have yeah. heart and have... we have like 50. I just keep, right. um, I'm like an artist that can't stop painting. Yeah. <laughs> and, and how'd you come up with the name vibrant blue? I'm so curious. Cause I love the color of the blue, vi- the blue bottles. I can actually demo. So, um, growing up, my mother liked, um, antique stores and her strategy for staying longer was to convince my sister and I to start collecting things. So my sister picked thimbles and I picked these antique blue bottles. And I just, I love the way light looks through the blue glass. So like they came with me to college, all my little IKEA apartments early in life. And so when my friend brought me the um, oils, they were all in blue bottles. And I kind of took that as a sign, like, oh, look, they're in my favorite color. Um, and I, you know, and so that was, I just kind of, the way the company started, you know, I, I after working for Senator Kennedy, and then as a journalist, I went and got an MBA from Columbia Business School and was working, you know, in like Microsoft and Time Inc and all these big companies. So. I, I knew a thing or two about marketing and someone said to me, um, you know, I, I started to feel better Then my friends all wanted to try it. And they're like, this is so cool. You should do something with it. And finally I went online to research, like someone must be doing this. And no one was really combining blends to kind of balance organ systems and regions of the brain. And then I realized they made blending seem so incredibly complicated. I was almost grateful that I didn't start with research because I think I would have felt unqualified and never tried it. And at that point I was part of, uh, I had studied nutritional therapy with the Nutritional Therapy Association and their conference was always in March and it was like $200 to be a vendor, like so cheap. So my friend said, we should just go and proof of concept this. Like I I bet people would really like this. And uh, we made a hundred test kits and it was a three day event and we sold out in the first hour. And so I realized, oh, and and what people said to me was oils were always interesting to me. They always made sense to me, but it seemed a little complicated and I didn't really understand, you know, I didn't want to have to buy 50 oils and blend them myself, but I like that you already pre-blended things and that they make sense with, you know, they complement my supplements and my lifestyle modification protocols. That's awesome. And I... I know we've talked about this a little bit, but I have a company from Switzerland that I use herbal tinctures called series. And, um, it's one of the first times because herbs do the same, like I've used a few of them, chamomilia, echinacea, you know, but then they created these compilation compositums, which is a combination of like four or five of them typically to get a better effect, just like you're saying. And what Ayn and I've done for years is create our own alchemy. Like, oh, well, you need a little of this, you need a little of that, and then through muscle testing. And so, yeah, it's very similar. And you're using the oil. So do you source your own oils? I do, yeah. And now, you know, as I've grown, I've, I've hired people to help me with that. But yeah, because I, I tend to find that people get very overwhelmed 
you know, and if you give them kind of a ready-made tincture and say, apply this on your, you know, earlobe, behind your earlobe, on your mastoid bone, like three times a day, they can do that. If I tell them like, you're going to buy the clove and you're going to buy the lime and you're going to use this combination, suddenly it becomes too hard and they just yeah. can't do it. So I'd rather make it easy and do it for them and, you know, kind of bring them to the water, get them a little cup, sit them down and say like, it's okay, you can drink, you know? Yeah. But your oils are to be used just topically, not ingestible. Um, yeah, that that is kind of, you know, and it won't, uh, let me caveat this. I, I am all about efficiency. I think that actually the most efficient way to use an oil is just to smell it. And, you know, it, it lasts a lot longer. Topically applying it, especially on um, specific acupuncture points, gives you, you know, you apply it locally, but you get a systemic impact. Um, ingesting it, it's not that it's going to hurt you. It just then has to travel through your whole digestive cascade and go through the liver before it gets into the system. So it's just a much slower boat. Right. Good. And let's unpack a little bit more about the parasympathetic nervous system, because what I have found with adrenal fatigue is much, I think what you have found is that a lot of people want to stimulate the adrenals rather than upregulate the parasympathetics. And I've always thought that that was such an opposite way of what I saw. I was like, no, these adrenals are the only thing this life has been living on and they are exhausted. The last thing they need is a stimulant. They don't need an, a, a, even a glandular. What they need is a nap. Yeah. <laughs> and what we need to is stimulate the kidneys and get the life force, the chi, get the warmth driven into the core to allow the body to engage that parasympathetic. So can you talk about how you really came to that conclusion and what you noticed in your own life? If yeah. You're willing to tell story. Oh, no, no, absolutely. I had been bizarrely obsessed with the parasympathetic nervous system and the vagus nerve for probably a good decade prior to this, for the exact same reason. I always felt like we were kind of treating the, the end of the line and we needed to go more upstream. So most people know, you know, it's the endocrine system, the hypothalamus triggers the pituitary to tell the adrenals to release cortisol. So it's not really that the adrenals um, have run out of steam, you know, or aren't working or overworking or underworking. It's more that the upstream messages keep kind of saying fire, 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 and we've run out of water. And so when I started to think about it, I'm like, but what's, you know, upstream of the hypothalamus, it's your autonomic nervous system and your parasympathetic nervous system. And so I was very aware that I was always kind of in sympathetic overdrive. And there's, there's even a personality type. It's kind of like that type A overachiever, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead motto. And so I really, um, Tatis Karazian is, is another one that I really admire. And he would talk about the vagus nerve and stimulating it. And his strategies were like, gag yourself with a tongue depressor, you know, splash your face with freezing water, scare yourself by watching a horror movie. And I'm like, all these sound horrid. Like I <laughs> yeah, that sounds to not do. great. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was always kind of looking, you know, and I, I went and got a degree and um, I, I got yoga certified and I would really try box breathing I can do, but, but that's like effort, you know, in yoga through all the poses, I, you know, you're stimulating your vagus nerve. So you always feel better at the end of the practice than at the beginning. And I was just always kind of like, I, I know how to do this, but it feels like effort and a lot is required. So when I kind of um, 
tripped on the idea that you can just stimulate with oil, flip a bottle, put a little bit of oil behind your earlobe. I'm like, that's an easy one. Like that I can do, you know? It's kind of like with kids, right? You try all these things and when you finally stumble upon like, oh my God, if I just read this book to him, he'll go to bed, woo, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so what is your message with Blue? I, I know that you have many projects and you've done tons of summits and what is the message that you really want to give out to the world in regards to what the what your vibrant blue oils really represent for you? I mean, it's kind of it, like a mission question. Yeah. So um, I always loved Man's Search for Meaning. And this one quote in particular by Viktor Frankl, the Holocaust survivor, Viktor Frankl, between the stimulus and the response, there is a pause. And that's where kind of the space and the power lies. And I've noticed because... Um, in my earlier life, I was, I was very responsive and quick, you know, and I would always regret things. I always wished that, you know, I hadn't sent that email or I hadn't said that I had just kind of taken that pause. And what I've come to realize is that the parasympathetic nervous system controls, not just your physical health, but your mental and emotional health as well. Because when you're able to drop into parasympathetic, you get out of selective attention. The world is no longer black and white, but full of options, full of of gray, you no longer have to feel afraid or like you, you know your survival is at stake because you can see, oh, but wait, I have options. I don't need to be afraid. I can do this or maybe I can call this person and get more information. It just opens everything up. And so I think the message is that um, you, you do not need to be reactive. You're very empowered to kind of choose um, how you respond, choose how you turn on your health, choose to heal. I mean, your flow presso machine is amazing. You know, there was a time um, early when we met that I was, things felt very overwhelmed. And 20 minutes later, I was like, oh, wait a minute. It just allows you to see all of these opportunities that you may not have noticed before. And it's very, really very empowering. One of the things that when I first started to get to know you, I didn't know your story of things that have happened to you in your life that I guess that happened after blue, uh, violent, vibrant. Blue yeah, my, my, so I started, um, my, uh, Dave, my ex-husband was institutionalized in 2012. I started the company right after that. Okay. Uh, and then my son, Max was killed in a car accident. My ex Dave was the driver in 2018. Yeah. So six years after, so only three years ago. And you're able to tell that story because I think you took a pause. Sorry if I'm bringing up emotions here, but I just, I want everybody to understand the power of what your life led you to, to allow you the proper tools you needed and the tribe you needed to help you work through one of the most devastating things that should never happen to anybody is losing a child. And you lost him at the hand of your ex-husband in a phase yeah. that- um, I know, it's ironic. I saved my husband so he could kill my son. You know, like I, that has occurred to me. But I also, there's a part of me that wonders, I, I think there's so much more to the story than what we have access to right here and now. But um, yeah, I think that when you're, I guess what I want to say is that you do have the power to overcome anything and to process through anything. And the first step is really, you know, it's kind of like if you're biking, I live in Seattle, which is very hilly. 
Um, and if you start biking up a hill and you're like, oh my God, this is too hard, I can't do it. And then you realize, wait, I'm in high gear. I can just downshift and then it's manageable. You can shift your nervous system. So those moments when you feel overwhelmed or anxious or defeatist, um, you know, you can you can help yourself shift out of that. And it doesn't mean it's not like, oh, yay, you know, rainbows and sunshine everywhere. Things are still hard. You're just better able to do it. It's still hard to bike up a hill in low gear, but you can actually do it. I, you're an amazing, courageous woman, Jody, and I appreciate your knowledge so much. And it, that story reminds me of the other day I was with my friend doing equine, having an equine experience. So she does equine, equine led treatments. Uh, like life coaching kind of stuff. And Siles and I were up there, we, she's actually my best friend. And so we we're just up there hanging out, doing stuff. And um, we were trying to get her horses to go in a circle. And she has this one horse that's literally like, I have to reach my hand up to pet his head. He's oh wow, huge. He's a huge horse. And so Siles was taking smaller horse around in a circle. And so I was like, oh, Carrie's like, why don't you try this with Mo? I was like, okay. So I tried with Mo and I, I couldn't do it. Like the angle um, was, and I was trying to go faster and I just, and it would get to a point where my chest and his chest would meet and he would stop and stop going in the circle. Cause that was his, his signal to not go past me. And I was like, Carrie, I just, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I just can't figure it out. And she goes, well, how else could you get a better angle? And I was like, I don't know. I can't seem to walk fast enough. Maybe as long, his legs are too long or the, the cable, the, you know, the cord is too short or something. I can't figure it out. She goes, you could try stepping in instead of stepping out. And I was like, oh, brilliance. And it was just this littlest pause that made me like, instead of taking all these actual steps to try to change the angle, all I had to do was take a step in and bam, I was at the right angle. And it was the littlest tweak, but this is such a life lesson for all of us that don't get caught up in trying to do the same thing. And, oh, if I just go faster at it, or if I just, if I hold this tighter, if I just do this, if I just, it's okay to take a step in a different direction and find yourself in a different place to have a new perspective, to be able to make the adjustments you need. So like Jody said, it's not going to make it, oh, it's all said and done and butterflies and rainbows, but now at least I can manage myself through the process of whatever sky is falling around me. And if I need an assist, smelling an oil makes a big change. Huge. Yeah. It's, it's a huge state change. And it's, and it's one that people like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, I remember from reading, excuse the pun that smells actually elicit more memories mm -hmm. than anything else that we can do pictures, visuals, sounds, but it's actually smells that elicit more memories. So yeah. go ahead. That's because, um, so smell is what keeps you alive, right? You smell food you smell water, you smell predator odor. So smell is critical to safety. So of the five senses that we're aware of, smell has the most direct route to the amygdala in the brain, which helps in your decision-making. All the other senses are routed through the thalamus first. So yes, that's that's one reason. Ooh, that's and interesting. Yeah, no, it's- there's It has to do with your balance. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. And it's interesting. And There's actually the vermices to help you stay in alignment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a Nobel laureate here in Seattle that my, my daughter actually picked for her, um, 
one of her science classes that did all this research on smell and predator odor. And she really identified the olfactory receptors that picked up predator odor. And then she took it one step further and was like, what would cancel that out? And it's roses. So that whole idea of stopping to smell the roses, rose is the best. It's expensive, but you know, when, when you're kind of having panic, it, it really calms you down the most quickly because it's literally canceling out the fear sensation. And are any of your oils, do they contain rose oil? Yeah, I have one that is, um, it's a little bit of a blend, which means that it's not like pure rose. It's got coconut oil with it, um, but that just makes it more affordable. And I think it's, uh, you know, sometimes less is more if we're being honest. Like that's why I love homeopathy. It works just as well, but it's not several right. hundred dollars. Right. Oh, you are so great. And so if you have a secret and you get to share it with all 7.6 billion people and I give you the microphone and go, okay, Jody, you get to share the secret with the world that you really want people to know. Cause one of the goals of my podcast is to truly change our, our medicine and our world through education and knowing that we have to change three generations of people in order for this to really have a hold in our world. And so that's averaging about 23 billion people because we have about 7.6 billion now. So I figure three generations down if we don't grow the population too much. Um, but what would you say to those 7.6 billion people if you had the microphone to say, this is the secret y'all need to know, regardless of, it doesn't have to be health related necessarily, but the secret that you would like to share for your success in your life for being who you are. The secret reset button is the parasympathetic pause. When you stimulate your vagus nerve and activate your parasympathetic nervous system, you basically switch on all of your restorative health functions, digestive detoxification, immune, anti-inflammatory. It helps you focus and access higher problem-solving skills, and it helps calm those emotions. It's really hard to feel angry, to feel afraid, to feel ashamed when you're in the parasympathetic response. It, it's so easy to access your best self. Oh, bam, mic drop there from Jody Cohen. <laughs> well, this has been short, but very sweet as are you. And I really look forward to hugging you again soon. And I can't believe we've only known each other for like a month. Is that really true? A month and a half when we met? Yeah, but let me think about that a little bit more. Than it might share, right? Yeah, yeah. So it could be five or six weeks. Yeah, but we spent a couple weekends together already because of yeah. Yeah. And will I see you in Austin? You will, baby. You will. We'll be together in a couple weeks where I get to hug you. So I look forward yeah. to that. I know. Anybody would like to access um, Jody's Vibrant Blue Oils, they're available on our website. They're available on her website. And have fun shopping with her oils and we'll give you a discount. I don't know exactly what that is, but we'll give some kind of discount for people. Yeah. Um, be yeah. all in the show notes and enjoy playing with her combinations. We now carry her lymph oil and her heart oil and her parasympathetic. I haven't looked at all the oils, but you can imagine those three are my favorites. And, and if oh, people, the histamine. I like the histamine too, I've been using yeah, that. Like that's that. a really good one. We have, if you want to go to um, boostthebrainbook.com backslash gift, there is um, a, a free download of kind of more information about the parasympathetic nervous system and 25 other ways you can activate it, not just oils, but, you know, boostthebrainbook.com boost backslash gift.
awesome. Thank you so much for that. That's fantastic. Thank you. Well, thank you for your time today. I know that you have something else to get to and we appreciate your opportunity to share all of your wonderful knowledge, your story, your heart, and from both of our hearts to all of you, thank you for your time today. Hit the like if you liked it, hit the subscribe if you're not already and you feel like you want to. If not, have a great day and I hope you enjoyed this show on the beats. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us and spending your time here with us at the Beats with your host, Kelly Kennedy. And I know today more than ever before, you now know better how your body works. And at the very least, we hope we've helped you raise some questions and help you continue to investigate. We are here to help you naturally optimize a better version and vision of yourself on every single level. And after today, you can better engage your innate intelligence and allow for proper regulation and proper regeneration. Make sure to subscribe to never meet, miss a beat again. We hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. And just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or professional advice and care by your doctor or other qualified medical professionals. This podcast is created with the intention to provide information and education. This podcast is created with the understanding that it does not constitute professional advice or medical services. If you are looking for help in your journey and seek a qualified medical practitioner, or if you're looking for a biological, not meds practitioner, we can help you. Someone who's trained and a licensed health coach and someone that can help you make changes, especially when it comes to your health. That's what not meds mission is about. I hope you have enjoyed listening again to this podcast. It's one of my favorite things to do. And if you do, please feel free to share it with your friends, your colleagues, uh, for the tips of living the biological foundational life and living in the flow. And if you have been listening and love the show, please do leave comments. We love reading your comments. We really do. And you can subscribe to us wherever you hear your podcast. Thank you so much from our heart to yours. Mm -hmm.